Good day, good day. Welcome, welcome to Coffee Conversations. This is Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Here we are, uh, another week. We have a VBS going on today. The kids were running around. Uh, stopped through. It was pretty fun singing songs. You remember, remember VBS camp songs? I do. Um, one of the moms came in yesterday and she was singing, This train is bound for glory. This train. Nice. <laughs> I guess it's Rocky Railroad. Is Which is that? Rocky Railroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this. As the railroad hasn't been too rocky. I know Monday they had a, <laughs> they had a rainstorm and it was like <laughs> dropped 15 degrees and like, you know. And they were set minutes. up for everything outside, too, which I was know. great. It looked beautiful until the rain came. I felt bad. And then, of course, in the afternoon, it was 60 and sunny and beautiful. But mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> VBS was in the morning when it was thundering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were playing water games today, and they had I, I saw this fun little thing. They um, So they had a pool noodle with a, a red Solo cup duct taped to the top of it. Okay. And so you fill the cup with water, and you have to, like, carry it around without getting all the water on yourself. Oh, that so. sounds like fun. <laughs> so that was, uh, that looked like that was a good time. That sounds like a lot of fun. But, yeah, it's good. I um, So I went to a first Indians game the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, last night. We were playing the uh, uh, Orioles, uh, Baltimore, and they won. Wow, that's good. So that was good. It was so good to just uh, uh, to be out and about and have some good, uh, have some good Indian seats. So got a hot dog. Wasn't dollar dog night though? So, no, no. Yeah, the twelve dollar hot dog. Practically <laughs> an eighteen dollar beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eighteen dollar Budweiser, and I th- I think Blossom was worse than uh, price wise. Price wise. Yeah, is worse than uh, Indians. And so we go to the Captains, which is like the farm team. Oh yeah. And I just go to eat. It's like <laughs> exactly. it's fun to watch, but mm-hmm. it's more fun to eat and yeah. watch. Yeah. But hey, the team was looking good. It was looking good this year. I think they won eight to eight to six. Yeah, I heard it was a good game. Something like that. So hey, so for tribe tribe fans out there, it's looking good. Mm-hmm. It's looking good this season. I will admit though, you know, I like going to baseball games, but I really don't know much baseball lingo uh, uh, or or stats or anything. So I can't really talk baseball too long. But nope, uh, me neither. But I know the I know I know the vendors. <laughs> the, I know where the the beer vendors and the food vendors are. I can talk those. But yep. <laughs> That's about what I can do. An RBI, um, uh, a, a shift. I've heard in some of these terms, but hey, it's it's all good. Yeah. You like what you like, you know. Anything fun been going on with you this beginning of summer? We're gearing up to go on a little vacation. Oh, fun! Where so, are you going? Um, we're gonna head off to uh, Fort Myers, where my parents live. Nice. And then over to Miami for a day, and then up to Hilton Head, where my wife's sister lives. So. Um, We'll be oh, gone great. for a little while. Should you're, be fun. You're, uh, you're beaching it. Yep. That's There's going to be beaches all over. Where <laughs> Where is Fort Myers in relation um, in Florida? Where is it? It's on the Gulf side. Gulf side. I don't know. Close to the the bottom. Maybe the bottom yeah. third of gotcha. Florida. Pretty down. Pretty far down there. Yeah. It's beautiful. I've, I've just been to upper Florida, uh, Tallahassee and um, Jacksonville. I would love to do the the drive of the keys. I'd like to like go, yeah. you know go to Miami and then and then drive down all the keys. It's like a couple hours. I know it's drive. pretty far. Um, so beyond the the sell, southernmost tip of the United States, mm-hmm. Key West. But so. nice. Any any plans for the time or just 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 hanging out? Um, it's like a lot of visiting family. So visit with my parents and visit with our daughter's in laws. Yeah, your parents then, been down there a long time. 
about 10 years. Yeah. So they That's like great. it. They're having fun. Yeah. They've endured all the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Hey. Nice. Uh, that's good. Yeah, vacation. Good time. I was made, made me think about you know being on a vacation a couple of days last week. I visit, visited uh, a friend and their kids in, in Grand Rapids, and I was just thinking about it this week. One of the it was great to just be with them and, and you know, solved all the world's problems, you know, in mm-hmm. con- conversations and. But one of the things we were talking about is uh, kids at mass. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, Sam is almost about two two years old, and then Miriam they just had about five months ago. So they are involved and immersed in the uh, in the kids at mass kind of kind of reality. So we mm-hmm. were talking about you know just her experience and uh, different and pointers and things. So I had her I had her send along some just some thoughts and reflections she had and all that. But you you remember kids at mass, right? I do. Yeah, it's been a little it's been a little while. It's but. been a while. Our kids are like thirty to thirty six, but now they're having kids. Yeah. So it brings back those memories of you want to bring them to mass. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember our daughter underneath the pew going, you can't get me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just hard, yeah. you know, but it's good that, that kids and parents and families are there. Yeah. Were you, when you first, uh, you had kids and were bringing them, was it something you remember being like excited about or fearful about or? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. So I was the one who usually would take whichever one was. Um, most active or right. most vocal out to like the it's a nice way the gathering area um, to reset mm-hmm. and then we would go back mm-hmm. um, but yeah it was it was all those emotions mm-hmm. and you just you don't want your kids to bother anybody else I guess that's the biggest parent fear yeah for sure so. I don't remember what uh, my my contribution when I was a kid <laughs> I don't remember what my experience was <laughs> I suppose I can ask my mom after this I'm sure I was I'm sure I was pretty calm, and although <laughs> although probably not because she tells stories of me always running around and not wanting to be caught. So mm-hmm. yeah, which is like great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and so I've been thinking about that from that conversation, and especially now that we're having more people coming back to mass, which is so beautiful and good to see. One of the things um, you know I've noticed is there's been some some more active kids, you know, yeah. amongst amidst the uh, the people, which has been you know, kind of two-sided, you know. It's been really joyful to hear uh, in, in, in some sense. There's a phrase, you know, church that ain't crying is dying. Mm-hmm. So, so it's really it's really good to hear the, these youthful kids. At the same time, it, it's, it can be frustrating at different times. It's like we've gotten so used to quiet. Yeah. So used to um, just kind of calmness at Mass that, you know, it can kind of bring up some different, you know, I don't know, frustrations. I know, even just me, you know, in, um, in a homily, you know, you're trying to make a, trying to make a point. And trying to have people really listen to what, you know, the Lord wants to speak to them, and, and then you know, then you have kids kind of assaulting from from either side. <laughs> but it's it, it was really caused me to think about, you know, the whole reality of kids at mass and how can we really approach it though, in a good and, and a helpful way, and then how are we being helpful as a community to to parents who have kids who are growing up and mm-hmm. kids who are. Um, a handful, we'll say, you know, at at uh, at different times. I like to compare it or um, use any an analogy of a family uh, dinner. Yeah. So on Sunday we've been trying to do family dinners, so all the kids come over with their kids. Yeah. And some days it's quiet and peaceful, and other days they're acting their age and 
there's some tantrums and mm -hmm. some I don't want this. So we try to accommodate the kids and the adults in our family meals. And I think mass is the parish's family meal that mm -hmm. everybody's invited. Right. Um, so how do we how do we make space for families and mm -hmm. do what's best for them? For sure. Um, yeah. So yeah. So in this conversation, I think from here, I think we want to we're going to focus on two things. Uh, first, some tips for parents, mm -hmm. uh, and then tips for the parish. So this is kind of comes from you know Deacon Bob. You're certainly your own experience, mm -hmm. and and my experience of you know just talking with my friend and and you know being a part of a family myself. I, I think first thing is let. To, to parents like don't be afraid you know right. don't be afraid like you are welcome it's it's despite maybe reactions you get from people at mass like it's great that you are here and it's great uh that your kids are there so first thing like it's great and don't be afraid so of the of the points uh that my friend brought up she, first thing she said was sit where you can see so if you have little kids like obviously they're they're short uh they they can't see over the pew sometimes and if, they can't see over other people. Right. So sitting close, like within the first three pews, is really helpful uh, for the kids to really kind of see what's going on. Absolutely. Because if you, just as a parent, sit down the next time everybody stands up, because that's about as tall as your kid's going to be, mm -hmm. you see nothing of what's happening on the altar. All you see is people's yeah. backs. Yeah. So definitely sitting up front or sitting near an aisle mm -hmm. or sitting near other parents Sometimes that helps a lot, right. that you're not in this alone. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, sitting up front, too, you know, it's it's counterintuitive, you know, because especially if you're coming with kids, you know, it can be, you don't want to draw attention to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, sitting up at the first pew or two, like, that could be a fear, you know, to do that. But don't worry, break the fear, and it, it's, it's, it's going to be better in the long run, I think, even if it feels like um, attention is being is being drawn to you. Because especially if you set up front, you have a better ability to, and this would kind of be kind of the second point, of being able to point things out, you know, in the church. You know, if the kids are, maybe we have to be a little older for this, but to do something like a scavenger hunt, have uh, point things out to them in the church. And maybe there's, there's resources online, and we're going to share a good number of things to the show notes mm -hmm. uh, for the podcast. We'll send links to like where you can find good things. Where is, where are the things in the church? What, what what is the, even the priest saying and doing when they when they get a little older? You have them look for things because if they're looking thing looking for things, they're going to be more engaged. Now our parish has like a guidebook that explains all the different artwork or vessels used at mass or vestments, so that parents can get a little bit of a head start on what do these different things mean, so they can point them out to their kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, also, if you're going to sit up front. Most churches have like a side section. Yeah. So you can still sit up front and still not be dead center. You know, you can be over to exactly. the side. Yeah, exactly. We have definitely spaces on both sides, kind of. Mm -hmm. You know, if you sit on the Holy Family side, right? Mm -hmm. You know, ask for the intercession of uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph as you know, you're bringing your own families. Anyway, that was a that was a reality. You know that Mary ha and Joseph had to do. They had to bring Jesus to the synagogue, and he got lost, and they weren't happy. And, so. Right, and I'm <laughs> and he sure acted his age. I'm sure that was a crazy place. So Jesus, I'm sure, acted up as a kid too. So it's okay if your kids do. So yes, point things out and and engage them. There are different books and resources uh, we can use, and we can know uh, that we're we're not in this alone. 
I think an, another important thing is making this time special. So um, when we go to Mass, we wear clothes that are appropriate for whatever the situation is. If we're going to the gym, we wear tennis shoes and gym stuff. If we're going sure. out to dinner, we get dressed up a little bit more. So having the kids maybe wear something special to Mass that they only use for Mass. Right. Or books that you only use when you come to Mass, like the little Mass books that are for kids that you can find at the Christian bookstore near you or online. Yeah. Or having a special uh, saint doll or a special toy that you only use at Mass so that this is an important time. Right. Yeah, I think dressing up could be a simple little thing, too. I mean, I know people come, uh, people come to Mass with all kinds of clothing on. And, you know, in a certain sense, we don't need to dress up right. nice, mm-hmm. right? We're not, you know, it's like, we, it's not like you're going to work, you need work clothes, you need mm-hmm. boots on. Like, we're not doing anything physical. But we are doing something special. And, and dressing up can kind of signify that for us and can mm-hmm. kind of help us step into that space um, because we are wearing nicer clothes. So that, if that could be helpful for you, it could be helpful for your kids. I think making it special also, too, would be going out to breakfast afterwards yeah. so that this becomes a special family time, which we don't really get a lot right. anymore. We did it during the pandemic, but coming out of the pandemic, how do we make this a special family time as well as a parish family time? Yeah, I think if kids can see that, you know, this is, and obviously this would be for your little older kids, not for not for infants, but if they can see that this is, you know, not just a random thing that we do right. kind of on a Sunday, but this is a part of a bigger thing that we, we, we live lives of prayer and our faith. Maybe it would make them appreciate, you know, and kind of engage a little more. Um, that'd be for little older kids. Now, um, one of the moms has been trying to invite her friends to come to Mass with her so that it's not just her family that's there, it's another family, and then they'll go to the playground afterwards or do a picnic afterwards. For sure. So somehow inviting another family or grandma or grandpa, so not only do we go mass together, but then we'll do something special afterwards. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. yeah. And the last thing uh, my friend wanted to mention to just her peers is to say that, like, lower your expectations, you know, to that, you know, maybe there will be a meltdown, you know, in the middle of mass. Maybe, you know, they will be tempted to kind of run all over. It's it's okay, you know, that it's not about showing up and looking perfect that, that matters. Showing up is, in fact, you know, the best, uh, the best gift. And with the discipline of showing up, even if you think there might, you know, kind of be a meltdown, it can, it can be a witness to other families. It could be a witness to your kids that it doesn't, or even though we're, you know, we want to dress up and make this nice, we don't need to be perfect before we go to Mass. Well, and I think one thing your friend pointed out, which I thought was profound, was God accepts us as a two-year-old. God accepts us as a teenager. God accepts us as a, as a senior citizen. That um, it's okay to be who we are. Right. Um, also, whenever that two-year-old throws a tantrum... It causes me to reflect on when was the last time I threw a tantrum with God? Sure. You know, as an adult, when was the last time I got really mad because something didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out? So if we can use the prayers of the toddlers and younger kids to help us pray, I think it brings a whole new dimension to things. For sure. Yeah, so there's just a few um, 
recommendations for parents. Now we want to just have some recommendations uh, and thoughts for, for just us as a parish too. So as a parish, I think we just we want to ask the question: You know, are we being welcoming mm-hmm. to two young parents and two young families and two kids? And I think we do that by affirming those parents who are brave enough to bring their kids to mass, you right. know, and and telling them thanks for being here. Sometimes it's the whispers of folks that are hard of hearing that say, you know, if they were my kid, I would. And then that right. those parents are never going to come back. And that's really hard because each parent is different. Mm-hmm. Each kid is different. Each parent-kid relationship, you know, is different. Um, certainly, certain some things will work for some parents and kids, and that's beautiful and that's great. And that's kind of an arch to figure out what that is. And but I think it's that, not. It can't be applied universally, you know. Right. And so encouraging and not like um, like giving advice or judging like other parents is really helpful and the older i get the more perfect memories of my children get more perfected so i forget you know how difficult it was when they were little right it's just our kids were always perfect so (laughs) which they weren't but that's how i think our memories work yeah i was thinking this image kind of came to my mind too you know just because you know some family dinners might be might be chaotic Mm -hmm. right but it's still better to get it's still better to eat a meal because you need to eat, right? right. <laughs> you know that that and that family experience together. Eating and eating is important. You have to do it, and it's better to eat in chaos than to just not eat at all. You know, which my, if you have little kids, like they need they need your help to do that. Mm-hmm. Like they can't do it themselves. My daughter has a sign in her kitchen that says, "You call it chaos, we call it family." Yeah, which that's what mass should be. Mass should be the family coming together. Yeah. Um, the parish is a family of families. So how do we make that space safe for our younger families? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So so my, my cry of the heart, and I, I speak this to myself too, is that as a parish, please let us be you know inviting to families and not given that temptation to eye roll or scoff or whichever when we hear a kid kind of acting up in church because this is really a great blessing you know, for, for us in many ways. Uh, as this kid will grow up and live within mm-hmm. the church, and receive Jesus in the Eucharist, and and be a disciple. So this is this is a sign of goodness, uh, not just a sign of distraction and, and and frustration. And I think too for parish staffs, um, connecting with younger families or younger moms, asking what can we do better to make you feel welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. they're looking at life from their perspective, when we're looking at life from not understanding all the complexities that that young family is facing. Indeed. I think one important thing I wanted to kind of bring out in this conversation, conversation too, is this kind of temptation to uh, think that in order to go to mass, I need to kind of get something out of it, right? Because that could be a, a temptation for parents, you know, thinking that your kid's going to be acting up and, and this and that, or reflecting on the experience of what, of what maybe unfolded during mass. Like, mm-hmm. You know the temptation of like, well, I, you know, I, I wasn't focused. You know, I didn't hear the readings. I didn't even, <laughs> I hardly knew what the homily was. You know, I knew the priest was wearing green, but like, I don't really, I didn't really get anything out of it. That could be a, that could be a, a big and a real fear uh, and a real temptation. But I think the the goodness is that we do show up, mm-hmm. and that ultimately it's not about what we're getting out of mass that matters that we're not here to get, you know, 
a spiritual high or kind of the warm fuzzies. Certainly those are, when those things happen, it's a great grace from God, but that just showing up uh, is good. And we're not going to have those experiences every time at Mass. And I think the correlation with family Mass is the same, or family dinners, that a lot of times we don't want to go to the family dinner, but we do. And it's good that we're there, even though it's chaos. Mm-hmm. That, that that parallel is is huge. Yeah. So just keep showing up. Just keep being open to God's love, and mm-hmm. and good things will eventually happen. Yeah, yeah. And I think this this idea of of showing up and desiring to worship versus kind of showing up and desiring to kind of receive and get something out mm-hmm. of it, I think can go for both sides. It's not just the families who are bringing the little kids and. Just their act of being there is a prayer in and of itself. But that it goes the other way, too, for everyone else you know, who, who is going there who may not have kids. Mm-hmm. That they may be tired. They may not want to be there. They may anticipate, you know what, there's probably going to be a lot of kids at this Mass. I'm not going to get anything out of it anyway, so why go? Mm-hmm. Well, it, the same principle applies, that we're not there to just kind of get the experience. We're there to go to worship and and in that act, that's an act of love when we do that. Mm-hmm. That's an act of, of giving of ourselves for the sake of, of, of what is good and for God. And when that happens, we'll be, we will be blessed that God's grace will be present, whether we experience it during Mass or we experience it you know, some other time during the week. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to say that. And then lastly, I just wanted to share just a, just a quote. I think my, my friend Emily uh, writes very beautifully. And she, she does. She has a, a beautiful prayer life. And I just wanted to share just her last uh, paragraph of an email she sent me. And she said this. Finally, I would say to reflect upon the words of Christ. Let the children come to me. I think often of those words. Even today in the age of running water and wet wipes, my kids have, nearly, have a nearly constant layer of dirt and unidentified sticky substances on them. In the time of Christ's life, toddlers must have been, quite frankly, disgusting. I can imagine how a group of young kids covered in dirt and bruises and last night's dinner running up to this beloved and respect rabbi. I understand why the apostles' first reaction was to send them away. But Christ called them closer. He said the kingdom of God would belong to these bedraggled little imps because Christ cares more about our hearts than our appearance. He is more enamored with our imperfect children running towards him with love and affection than with the perfectly respectable adults that stayed aloof for respectability's sake. So I keep taking my kids to Mass and smile when my toddler shouts amen too loudly or wants to wave at everyone around us. He is not only allowed in this holy space, he belongs here. So yeah, encouragement to our parents mm-hmm. uh, and, our, and our parish. Uh, it's good to have kids at Mass and so excited to see, see them there. We'll include all kinds of links and things for you as resources. I think the best thing is too, for parents, desire to grow in your, your love and understanding of the Mass yourself. I think as, as, as you grow and as we all grow, we can share that with other people, um, which is, and that fulfills our hearts uh, more deeply than anything. So. Sounds good. Don't we, give up. Don't give up. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. And we'll ask for God's prayer and grace in all this too. Sounds good. In the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Good and gracious God, we thank you for the gift of this day, the gift of our, our lives, of our hearts, of our families, of our children. We ask you to bless all those who are listening to this podcast, all those who 
uh, it will be shared with, maybe a grace and a consolation to them. No matter what they have going on in their lives, no matter what uh, storm or chaos they might find themselves in, that you uh, may assure them of your, your peace uh, and your presence, your presence with them. Keep us safe as we go forward from this place and keep us always in your love. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Okay. Another week. Have a good uh, have a good few days, guys, and we'll catch you next time. We'll see you with your kids at Mass. Adios. Bye.